0: Mesechus para Mishnah Mishnah Kiddush literally means sanctification, and in the context of this Mesechta, it refers to the process of adding the ashes of the burnt para aduma into the natural spring water that has been collected into a kli. And throughout the Mesechta, the Mishnah is going to use the example of a shoykes, which is a trough, a hollowed out stone from which an animal generally drinks water, that was used as an example in the previous Mishnah for the utensil that held the water. And throughout the Meserta, interestingly, this is the example that the Mishnah uses of the utensil that holds the Mechatos, the water, which is going to be mixed with the paradoma ashes. And likewise, following an example that was used in the previous Perak, the Mishnah refers to the utensil that holds the ashes before they are added to the water as a Shfeiferis, which is a hollowed-out reed that has been stopped up on one end so that it can hold the ashes and although these were not always necessarily the utensils that were used since they were commonly used those are the examples that the Mishnah uses so again the shoikes, which is the literally an animal trough that refers to the utensil that is carrying the water and the chafiferes which is a hollowed out reed that is the utensil that refers to the utensil that holds the ashes And the procedure of kiddush is the adding of the ashes to the water. Once they've been added together, then the solution is called mechatos, the waters of the para'aduma ashes. It is learned from Pesukim that this process of kiddush, adding the ashes to the water, must be performed actively by a person who intends to add the ashes to the water. It cannot be that the ashes are passively added to the water. And because of that, the Mishnah says, One who is about to perform the procedure of Kiddush adding the ashes to the water, but the ashes fall onto his hand, or onto the side of the trough, the inner wall of the utensil that is holding the water, and then, and after that, after resting for a moment on his hand or on the side, then the ashes fell by themselves into the water which is inside of this container, this trough. possible this act of kiddush would be invalid because... Ultimately, the person's force is not what caused the ashes to be added to the water. Likewise, even if the person's act is what caused it to happen, but he didn't intend to perform an act of Kiddush. He was holding on to the container of ashes, which the Mishnah calls a feres, the hollowed-out reed, and mistakenly, not far from he allowed the ashes to fall from the container from the hollowed-out reed, into the animal trough which contained the water. Possel, this act of Kiddush is also invalid because he did not intend to perform that action of Kiddush. The second half of this Mishnah discusses an additional invalidation that could occur. And this was mentioned early on in the Masechta. It is learnt from Pesukim that if the person who is holding onto the water and looking over it and performing the act of Kiddush... If he performs a different task in the middle of this whole procedure, then he would invalidate the water from being used. And it is learned from Psukim that this invalidation only applies to the water, but not to the ashes. Nevertheless, the ashes do need to be watched over constantly. And if somebody stops to watch over them for even a moment, then they would become invalidated. Although the mere act of performing a different task and not concentrating fully on the ashes does not invalidate them, However, if he puts them in a place where they are not watched over for even a moment, then even the ashes would become invalidated. So the Mishnah says, Not al for v'kisar. If he took some of the ashes out of the container, the, the reed that had the ashes inside of it, but before adding those ashes into the water, he first, v'kisar, he covered the container of ashes or if he closed the door of a particular room, he performed a different task that wasn't directly related to the procedure of kiddush. The Mishnah says, over here the term, the term kiddush refers to the ashes. The ashes remain valid because he was still watching over the ashes. They were in his hand. However, the hamayim pasulim, the water which is in the container waiting for kiddush to be performed, That water isn't validated because a different task was performed before the ashes were added to the water. Zakofobaretz, what happens if after he took some of the ashes out of the container, Zakofobaretz, he placed the container of ashes onto the ground Before performing the actual act of Kiddush, even the ashes become invalidated. This is talking about the ashes that are inside of the container because they are currently not being guarded. He placed them on the floor. It's not considered to be watching over them sufficiently. However, the Seich Yodai, if he holds the container in his hand, even if he simultaneously performs the act of Kiddush with the ashes that he has taken out of the container, so he is concentrated more on the act of Kiddush, nevertheless, kosher, the ashes that are in the container, remain valid. Because it is possible to watch over them even whilst performing the act of Kiddush. Mishnah Base. So, if the ashes that were added into the water are floating on the top of the water, the minimum amount of ashes that need to be added to the water is enough that they can be seen on the surface. But even if that is true, after being left there for a while, they dissolve into the water. However, in certain cases, such as in our Mishnah, the they, they added more ashes than are necessary. And some of them didn't dissolve, so they are still there, left on the surface of the water. The mechatos, the Porat Aduma solution. Rabbi Meir of Rabbi Shimon Oymrim. Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Shimon say that noytel she is able to take those ashes out of the water and perform an additional act of kiddush with other water. Those ashes are still valid and can be used for further acts of kiddush and to make more mechatos as long as they are left to dry, so that they regain the status of only being ashes, as opposed to being a part of the mechatos solution. So once they've dried fully and they're like regular ashes, so then they can be used for further acts of Kiddush. However, the the any ashes that touch the water, even if they were excess ashes, they weren't necessarily needed, at the end of the day, they were part of the action of Kiddush. So the mitzvah of Kiddush was performed with those ashes, and as soon as the mitzvah is performed with them, they lose their sanctity of being considered ashes set aside for this purpose, because their purpose has been fulfilled. And that means that in boy those ashes cannot be used for further acts of Kiddush, because they no longer have that sanctity that the pora aduma's ashes have. On a similar note, Zolaf Eshamayim, if they poured out all of the water from the shaykes, the container that contained the mei khatas. Perhaps they were pouring it into other containers to store it, to be used in the future, and so, they would, so they, they would have it for long term. And once they finished to pour out all of that water into other containers, some remaining ashes are found left there at the bottom of the shaykes. At the bottom of this container, Rabbi of Rabbi Oimrim, Rabbi and Rabbi say that they are able to dry off the ashes, allow them to dry, and then use those for further acts of kiddush. They can add the ashes to other water that has come from the spring and create more mechatos. However, the the say, any ashes that have touched the water and whose mitzvah has been performed already, they lose their High level of sanctity that the ashes that have come directly from the parat duma have, and therefore a makajinbai, they are no longer fit to be used for further acts of kidush. Mr. Gimbal, we learnt in the previous para, peri- the previous chapter that if there is a container that has two parts and the two parts are separated by a wool that goes through the middle of this utensil, generally speaking, we consider it to be like two separate utensils. And if there was water in both of them and ashes were added only to one of them, then only that water would become mechatos, a uh, para solution, whereas the water in the other half is not considered to be mechatos because it is in a separate utensil. That having been said, the Mishnah did rule that if there is a hole in that wall, large enough at least that one is able to put his two fingers through that hole and rotate them around comfortably, then they are considered to be like one utensil, since a lot of the water passes quite easily from one side to the other, and as such, if ashes are added even to just one side, all of the water would become... Sanctified and gain the status of mei chatos. This mission is going to talk of a scenario where even if there is a hole smaller than that, we are able to view all of the water as one. Hamakadosh if one adds ashes to the water that is in the sheikes, which is the container of the natural spring water, v'ha-tafi there is a tafi, which is a type of earthenware small utensil. A small jug usually used to contain oil, and the mouth, the opening of this jug, was very small, it was very narrow. They were able to use this for oil in order to allow the oil to come out drop by drop. Now the opening of this jug is much smaller than an opening that allows two fingers to go through it. And the Mishnah says, Even if its mouth is extremely narrow, the water that is inside of that jug becomes sanctified as mechatos together with the rest of the water that is inside of the shoykes. And the reason for this is because the entire jug is inside of it. It's not like the case we just mentioned where the water is in a different part of the utensil. Over here the jug itself is totally inside and enveloped by the water, which is mechatos. And in such a case, even a very small hole that connects the water outside and inside, and the water from the, in the shaykes does enter into the jug, even if none of the ashes are able to enter into the jug, it's all considered to be like one solution of mechatos. The Mishnah says, the water that is inside of this small jug will be sanctified together with the rest of it, the rest of the water there. Continues the Mishnah. What happens if after Kiddush is performed, the Sheikhess now contains Mechatos, Imhoyos Feig, and if there was a sponge inside of that container? The sponge, of course, will absorb the water of the Mechatos. However, since the sponge is not classified as a Kli, a utensil that can hold things itself, it doesn't have a receptor to hold things. It just absorbs the water. The The Mishnah rules that the water that is absorbed by that sponge is invalid and it's not considered to be mechatos. However, that doesn't mean that the water in the rest of the shaykes is invalid. That water is valid as mechatos. The issue is that as soon as any of the water which is absorbed by the sponge is squeezed out and is mixed with the rest of the water there. So it's considered to be like regular water that has not been sanctified is mixed with mechatos. And that invalidates the mechatos as soon as any regular water is added to it. So the Mishnah asks Kate how should they go about things in order to ensure that the rest of the water which is in the shaykes, is valid Mechatos? Yizalef. They should carefully pour water out of the shoikes into a different container until the water reaches the level of the sponge and the water level is slightly above the top of the sponge. And then they should stop pouring the water out because as soon as more water is poured out, there is a concern that the water from the sponge is going to end up slightly coming out of the sponge and mixing with the other water. If the person touches the sponge, even if the water is floating above the sponge slightly, all of that water will become invalidated because as soon as the sponge is touched slightly, some of the water could very well have exited the sponge and mixed with the rest of the water, thereby invalidating it. Mishadalad, there is no requirement, strictly speaking, to use a utensil that hasn't got the ability to become tome in order to hold the mechatas. However, the classic example which the mission always uses is a shoikes, which is a stone trough that has not got the ability to become tame. But interestingly, if one wants to direct water into the container, into the shoikes, using something else, for example, there's water flowing down a mountain... And he wants to direct that water for it to flow into a shoikes. So he uses an item in order to change the direction of the flow slightly. With regards to that item, there is actually a requirement learnt from Pesokim that it must be an item that is not able to become tome. As the Mishnah explains. Nosan yodoy, if a person placed his hand or his foot there in order to redirect the flow of the water or the leaves of green vegetables in order that the water that is flowing down will pass and be directed towards a barrel which is going to hold the water to be used as the mechatos, the water is invalid because it was directed there by something that can become tomei, even though it's not actually tomei, it's not impure right now, but it can become tomei. On the other hand, aleik conim v'aleigoyz reed leaves, or walnut leaves, the leaves on a walnut tree, those are not able to become tome because they are inedible. If he uses those to allow the water to pass via them into the barrel, then kosherim, the water, would be valid. Zeaklal, this is the rule. if the item that is used is able to become tome, then posel, it is invalid. whereas if that item is not able to become tome, kosher, it would be valid for such a purpose.